Patreon.com slash the walk-off podcast. Uh, $4 a month gets you in there. Baseball, Blue Jays, and more baseball. It's the walk-off with Scott Belford and Adam Mack. This ball is crushed. The diehard podcast for the casual fan. And another one. My goodness. Well, good morning and welcome to the walk-off, everybody. I'm Scott Belford, normally joined by Adam Mack. A little bit of a programming change here. So I'm actually at a wedding in Montana as we speak. Doing a quick little intro here for our interview with Damiano Pomigiani. And that will be the Friday episode. Adam and I were going to try and put one together, but Adam woke up really sick today. And I only have a slight window where I can get this done. So we're just going to release the Damiano Pomigiani interview instead. This is, of course, a gentleman who has risen up the ranks of this Toronto Blue Jays system over the last year and a half. He's Canadian and has a heck of a story. He played in the WBC and just a really good kid. He's all the way up to Buffalo at this point. He's been hitting some bombs uh, with the Bison since getting called up and is honestly a dude to keep your eye on, especially with this team needing a third baseman going into the next season. I'm not saying that he's going to compete at the level of Addison Barger or a Aralvis Martinez, but definitely a guy to keep your eye on. Enjoy the interview, and we'll be back at it uh, next week, as usual. Take care, everybody. Cheers. We are very excited to be joined by today's guest, third baseman in the Toronto Blue Jays organization, currently manning the hot corner for the Buffalo Bison, Damiano Pomigiani. Welcome to the walk-off, buddy. Thanks so much for taking the time. Thank you for having me. Buddy, I love in the Instagram, you've got the... What's funny is I didn't even see this emoji as Italian until I saw it with your name, but you've got the hands like this. And I'm like, oh man, that is a very Italian emoji that I didn't even realize. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I saw the, I saw the emoji. I think I saw it on like a, I don't even remember. I think it was like a, a soccer picture or something like that with some, with some soccer player who has an Italian name. And I'm like, that's right. Funny. And you're like, that's perfect. That's funny. I'm going to steal it. No one's going to know I stole it. And they're going to think that I thought of it on my own. Brilliant. Well, you're, yeah. you're giving, you're giving yourself away here, but to start with buddy, honestly, man, just a huge congratulations to you on getting your call up to AAA, And on top of that, performing pretty admirably over those first 15 games. Thank you. Thank you. It's been, it's been fun. And uh, yeah, I'm loving every, every second of it. Damiano, is there a difference between the double-A facilities and the triple-A facilities? Like, uh, were there ever a moment where you're like, oh, this is nicer? Or is the minors the minors? Um, it's I think it's uh it's a lot nicer at all levels than than it's given credit for. Um but uh Buffalo, um, because of uh the twenty I believe it was the twenty twenty-one season um that the Blue Jays had to play you know, in Buffalo for a little while, all the facilities that were already really nice, they had to be like bumped up to, to major league standard. So um, they did get like, you know, it, it does feel like a big league clubhouse in there, big league uh, facilities and, and everything. So I would say that's definitely the nicest I've been in so far. Um, but, you know, New Hampshire is, uh, you know, New Hampshire's getting better every year and they're renovating and everything. So, um, you know, definitely Buffalo does have that big league feel to it, but, uh, I think the minor leagues is a little nicer than it gets credit for sometimes, but obviously, you know, 
can't speak say the same about everywhere but you know how it goes well you know what it is i think it's just it's funny because we had uh david schneider on the show a couple weeks ago and he was just talking about uh i asked him a similar question but just for the majors and he was his response was literally like uh everything there's no comparison (laughs) it's just like night and day way way better here (laughs) yeah yeah that's i mean that's what that's what i hear like uh like whenever we ask someone who's who's you know had time we're like hey how is it they're like everything you can imagine and more and their (laughs) eyes are like wide open and i'm like oh okay that's serious i guess (laughs) i'm like it looks pretty nice in here what are we talking about and he's like no there you go right (laughs) yeah Yeah. okay so i am based in calgary adam's based in edmonton and you got a little birdie in you as well buddy i know that uh you spent some time at the vauxhall academy yes sir yes sir i was there (laughs) from uh 20 what would have been 2015 to 2018 uh last three years of high school in vauxhall alberta so you too have the knowledge available to you to make fun of red deer and get laughs out of people in Alberta. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, actually, I know I know a guy from Red Deer that I played with uh, out there, and we we would we would uh, we would mess around with him a lot. So it's funny you said that. <laughs> when you when you got the call up to AAA, did it take you by surprise a little bit, or did you kind of see it coming? Um, I guess like you know, all year you're kind of you're you're kind of performing at a level where you can put yourself in a position where you can get called up. And, you know, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm never expecting anything, you know, I don't just expect things to happen, but um, you know, I had kind of that hope that near the end of the year, as the rosters would expand, that maybe there'd be an opportunity to, to fill in up there. And um, you were feeling good about your season, right? Yeah. 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 I knew I was doing uh, controlling what I could control. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I was doing yeah. showing, improvement in some things and showing that I'm working on some things. So, um, and yeah. And then, so when, when it happened, um, I just had that feeling of, uh, of satisfaction that I really did feel like I gave, um, the double A level kind of everything I had, um, mm-hmm. and that it was time to, to move on. So, um, yeah, I would, that, that's kind of where my thoughts on that were like, uh, I did everything that that I feel I could, and and then at the end of the day, it's uh, it wasn't my decision, so I just had to wait for that to happen. Is it difficult to keep in that mindset that you can only do what you can do and show what you can show, and the rest is out of your control, and you just got to go kind of limp and let it happen? Like, is it? Did, do you struggle with that, or is that just like you just block out everything and just hope for the best? <laughs> um, absolutely. I think uh, any baseball player you talk to, that's something that we work on, like with the mental coaches or mental game is uh, is being where your feet are at. You know what I mean? And enjoying it's cliche, but, you know, enjoying the process, trusting the process, all that is is very real stuff. That's why it's cliche because you hear it all the time. Um, but it's it's very real stuff. And yeah, like I wouldn't say go limp and just like not care about anything going on around you, but I would say just like put your your energy into into your present because your your present is 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 beautiful always you know what i mean and and if you keep looking ahead or looking back like what's going on right now is just going to pass you by and you and you, you would have never enjoyed you know what you're doing so well i think it's safe to say that 2023 has been a hell of a present for you to be in dude because you have had a wild year honestly and and right out of the gate in spring training i know when we were first going to talk to you you just got announced that you were actually got the call to team canada to be in the world baseball classic tournament uh not bad 
for a kid who was just tossing the ball around Central Alberta only a few years back, and now you were suiting up with Freddie Freeman. What was that experience like? <laughs> it was uh, it was awesome. It was um, as we were getting close to the tournament. I knew um, I knew they were trying to figure out rosters. I knew my name was in the mix, and I got it was funny. I got the same call from the guy, the the coach, uh, Greg Hamilton, who who coached me when I was on the U eighteen team Canada, the the junior oh, awesome. team. Awesome. So it was kind of funny. I was like, oh, we're doing this again. Like he, you know, what I mean? he calls me, invites me out. Um, but no, like, like you said, I mean, uh, pretty much every bit of a, of a dream come true and putting on the, the uniform and, and learning from, you know, learning from uh, Freddie Freeman, of course, one of the, the greatest first baseman of all time. And, and, but uh, uh, apart from him, you know, there's also Cal Quantrill, Tyler O'Neill, a bunch of other uh, guys who've been there and, and have, like so much knowledge to share. So it was, I, I walked away from it, you know, so much better as a player. Like, I know you didn't get a lot of time on the field, but just being in that clubhouse must've just been at times uh, a little surreal for you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Especially when uh, some of my best friends still um, guys I played with in, in high school. Um, one, one guy, Denzel, I went to college with, um, you know, so some of my best friends were in that locker room at this wild, you know, big baseball event with one of the greatest players of all time. And we're just in there being kids, you know what I mean? And we're <laughs> like, being kids, we're, yeah. we're looking around, we're like, hey, we got to, you know, we got to be professional here. We can't be joking around this whole time. <laughs> but it's it's hard not to, you know, when you got, you know, it's just, it's a dream, so. Did you have an experience there that's that stands out to you that you'll just carry with you? No, whether it would be something someone said to you or just even watching it go down from the bench, whatever it may be. Yeah, um, I could I could pinpoint a few things, but I'm gonna highlight when we played Team USA um, in Arizona at Chase Field. Um, when we're hitting BP, uh, the stadium was already sold out. It was already thousands and thousands of people all around um and i think just that whole like oh my gosh like you know espn cameras everywhere all the u.s players are following are being followed around and and just when the anthems when the anthems hit and we were on the line and i could just i felt like i was being swallowed by the noise um it was i was like wow like i'm gonna tell my whatever happens in my career like I'm going to tell my, my kids, my grandkids all about yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. That awesome. had to have felt like the closest to a major league experience you've had. Yeah. That, that was a, even Freddie, Freddie said that this is a, this is a playoff world series. like atmosphere wow. right now. Like just from the, this is a world series. Like this isn't just big league. So I definitely so like soaked it all in. It's, it's crazy. Mm. It's interesting because I know that, uh, and I know it's not coming from the players, but American media seems to downplay the importance of that tournament. But you you kind of listen to the the media and the excitement from around the world. It's a pretty big deal, right? Like you didn't get you didn't get the feeling while you were there playing in it that this was a lesser tournament, right? No, absolutely, absolutely not. And I mean, from the way it was ran too, like it's serious business. It's ran extremely well. And I mean, you know, just look at, uh, listen to what all the like U.S. players uh, are saying about the tournament. They not only had 
fun with it and and took it seriously but they you know they're they were big advocates which i which i really appreciated they're really big advocates for for how important the tournament is and you know i'm all in on the world baseball classic i think it's good for for baseball i think it's good for you know i think it's good for the growth of the game it's it's a really it's a really big deal in my book I couldn't agree more. I mean, Adam and I are hooked. This was the year too. It's mm-hmm. it's funny that like it took a little while and I think just all the COVID shit and like, you know, just the fact it got bumped and there just wasn't the excitement, but man, oh man, like just the it way that sh- tournament unfolded. It was sure nice to see Otani and Trout finally play like a meaningful baseball game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, I mean... <laughs> And face each other at the end too. Yeah, like that so was wow, we're cool. getting it was we're getting storybook stuff. Out of curiosity, Damiano, uh, I mean, this was pretty intense baseball in March. What was it like to go from that atmosphere and then to New Hampshire to start the Double A season? <laughs> I mean, I already knew that that was gonna be you know the case, so I I I wasn't like you know what I mean. It didn't like blindside me or anything like yeah. that. Um, but on. Um, you know, in my opinion, I mean, it was, I was excited. I mean, I love, um, you know, I just love playing baseball anyways. So like even taking the field when it was really cold and, and the fans hadn't been making it out yet, you know, rightfully so because it's freezing, you know, stay home, stay warm. Like, <laughs> But um, how cold is New Hampshire in April? Is it, is it worse than Vancouver? It's they're about the same. About they're the same. about okay. the same. So, you know, it's, but, uh, it's I've not Florida. <laughs> it's not Florida. No, no, that's, that's what was the wildest part is going from Florida to New Hampshire and you were sweating. Now you're freezing, but, um, no, it was, it was cool. I like, uh, I mean, all my, you know, the team, the team that we sent up, uh, you know, I'm, I was tight with all of them. So it was just a fun experience to go out there, play, play ball and, you know, Again, like I, I was doing all this stuff with the World Baseball Classic, but to go out there and 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 do what you know, what I'm actually, you know, working towards, it it kind of was like a liberating feeling. Like it was kind of like, oh, it's freeing. Like you know, I get to go be myself, and and I have some of my best friends, you know, playing with me, playing around me, stuff like that. So it's you know, it's it's fun. It's kind of interesting because you have moved up the system pretty quickly here. I know you 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 got your first sniff of double A and then your first sniff of triple A this year. Uh, and whenever we have guys on the show, man, Vancouver is so highly touted. <laughs> guys love it. And I know it's it's not Bailey Stadium, right? It's it's high A and you're having seven thousand people coming out even on Tuesdays and they're losing their mind. Of course the Vancouver Canadians just won that Northwest League. Uh very exciting stuff for them and I'm sure all the guys there. Uh but you knew all of this because you grew up in Surrey. So it must have been pretty wild June of last year to all of a sudden pull on that Vancouver Canadians jersey uh what was that experience like for you yeah that was uh that was one of those first big uh like kind of sit down let it sink in let myself get a little emotional kind of thing when that when I was told um that I was pretty much going home and so like I grew up going to those games like you said Tuesdays to me I mean when I was going it was short season I mean yeah so it it was even you could say even maybe a little you know, a little lower on the chain of command is high, but like, um, you wouldn't, you, you had no idea. You would think it's the, it's, 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 you know, the triple a closest thing to the big leagues, um, by the fans, the support, the general atmosphere. So 
you know, getting to go there and putting on the jersey, which I had already, you know, imagined myself putting on yeah. thousands of times as a kid, uh, even in high school, like playing games, just thinking and like when it would get boring, I would just imagine I was at the Nat kind of thing. Um, that I can was, imagine yeah. that in that debut, you had a bunch of family and friends there too. I did. I did. My, uh, you know, my family and friends are, are, are a huge part of me. Um, and they're, they understood how important it was for me and they wanted to be out there. And, and yeah, I, I gave out a, a bunch of tickets that day and, and it, it was that day, that day specifically holds like a really, really special place like in my heart. It was, it was everything that I imagined, you know? It's so cool you got to experience that because that's not something every guy gets, right? Is to like put on the jersey of your hometown team. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I no, I recognize how blessed I was in that situation. I mean, I every day, uh, you know, that season was incredible. Like uh, every day, waking up, going to the field, knowing like, wow, like this is this is crazy. I don't want this year to end. Um, but it was, you know, but I'm glad it happened. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm grateful for it. And I just, I hope, uh, I hope everyone gets to experience something like that in their life. So I know that you play primarily third base, but you're pretty versatile. You've got time at second and first. And I think over the last year or so, you even have some, uh, reps in the outfield. How comfortable are you moving around the diamond defensively? And, and is the hot corner where you prefer? Yeah, I mean, I I've played. I I think I've spent a good chunk, like ninety percent of everything I do at third base, uh, even even before professional baseball. So I would say that's the spot I'm most comfortable at, like most yeah. most experienced at. But um, like you said, like a big aspect to me, um, even before pro was uh was versatility. Um, so you know, I'm I'm confident in in the way I can move and stuff like that. So uh, you know, I I do a lot of first and first and third that's my primarily but uh uh we do mess around with with uh taking reps in other spots and and when we do so it's not really like it's not like oh this is funny like let's see it's like yeah i'm gonna I'm get my work and i'm gonna try to learn yeah, from from the guys done. who play here and uh you know if there's anything i can i can do to to bring some uh i guess like help the help whatever team i'm on like i'm i'm all for it you know it's so wild how versatility has become such a huge asset to baseball players. It never used to be that way, man. Like I remember when I played, it was like, Scott, you're second base and you're second base forever. Right. Like it's just, yeah. <laughs> and it's just like now every guy, like every guy out there, man can play a couple positions. It's pretty wild. Uh, do you feel comfortable when you're playing first base? Like, is there a comfort level there around the diamond? I know third base is primarily where you're at. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, first base is I would I would put it just in the same category as third base yeah. um, of comf comfort. Like I've I've actually been playing uh, mostly first base here in Buffalo, and it's been it's been awesome. It's been uh, you know like I I go I I know I'm playing first that day, so I take all my my reps there. I work there, and then I analyze it after the game with our development staff. And it's like I feel like I'm. You know, I feel you. I I feel already like I've been playing first all year, but it's only been a couple of weeks, kind of thing. Yeah. So it's it's you know, I think versatility is huge, and if you're just confident in your athleticism, like you're gonna be fine. You know, just opens up more opportunities for you, right? Yeah, yeah, more opportunities for you, and 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 also to to help the team, you know, yeah. succeed. You know what I mean? Like, so it's a win win. 
So, Damiano, I want to talk a little bit about uh, Venezuela and just the fact that that is where you were born. And uh, curious when your parents made the move to Canada. And do you still have family in Venezuela? Like, do you ever get back there? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're we're from Venezuela and we immigrated into Canada. Um, so in 05, so I was five years old. Um, so uh my parents probably made that decision probably close to that year early in that year um you know they just wanted to you know they just wanted to they, me and my sister they wanted us to have as much uh opportunity um for for growth in whatever aspect we wanted to do whether it was you know school uh sports anything to branch out you know what i mean um so you know they we we went to canada and um yeah i still have my on my dad's side i still have aunts uncles in venezuela and then on my mom's side i still have some aunts uncles and cousins but uh a lot of our family has actually started to move to canada in the same the same neighborhood as us so it's actually pretty awesome nice. it's That's yeah sweet. it's pretty it's pretty nice to have my aunts and uncles and cousins living right across the street and you know we're always together so it's it's awesome. you know it's special do you speak italian and spanish like are you just uh, trilingual <laughs> no not italian no. <laughs> uh not just just spanish uh just you know spanish. grew up speaking spanish still speak spanish at the at the house uh with my parents with my family and obviously with with my teammates most of the time too so yeah of course i'm sure that that's, it's a big help there right yeah absolutely it's it's not only a big help to for them to be able to translate for them and stuff like that but also like to get to to really get to know uh, yeah of course of these, like i feel like i know everyone really well you know the english-speaking guys spanish-speaking guys i feel like i can actually like identify with them really well so that's cool you're a connector then eh <laughs> i would say so or sometimes just okay. a translator but <laughs> yeah sometimes just a translator i like that i like that man yeah. uh so i know we we talked a little bit about the fact that all three of us have that uh alberta uh tie Tell me a little bit about the Vauxhall Academy, uh, what your experience was like there, and if you still have friends from that system around. I know that, did you actually, was Adam Mako there when you were there? Really? Yep, yep. roommates and everything. Oh, shit. I didn't know yeah. that. Crazy. Yeah. Very yeah, cool. No, he's, he's, yeah, so. Small world. Yeah, it is. It is crazy. He was, uh, he's one of my, you know, another guy that I grew up with playing baseball that, that just, you know, we're, we're always going to be in touch when he was with the Mariners. Was it pretty um, exciting for you when, when it came out that he was involved in the oh, yeah. Tay Oscar oh, yes. trade? Yeah. Oh, that's Selfishly, cool, man. I wanted to reach out to him <laughs> right away and start talking to him and be like, Oh, we're going to do this and this, we're going to get in Florida and we're going to like, I'll text the, I'll text the, the room person. Like we can room together. You know what I mean? But I was like, I yeah. need to give him some time. I bet he's getting blown up. Um, <laughs> I also want him to feel comfortable, you know, so yeah. but he's a, no, he's a, he's a great guy. Uh, I learned a lot from him. Um, just kind of like, you know, attention to detail, fo focus on your work, kind of stuff like that. When we were in high Big school, Big part of that uh, Canadians championship this year too, he pitched amazing the last couple of uh, months here. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's not surprising at all. I mean, he's, he's, you know, he's, he's like that, you know, he's, he's gross. Um, he's had a, you know, I think he, he's had earlier in his career battled with some injuries and he's really starting yeah. to like evolve into who he is now. And, and we're gonna, you know, I think Blue Jays fans should be really excited to see the, 
to see what Adam Mack was going to become because he's he's special, you know, in my in my opinion, and I think in everyone else's. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out Adam. To see it. So, uh, you were actually drafted, and what's funny about the fact that you were drafted by the Blue Jays is you were drafted by the Blue Jays twice, which. Let's let's start with 2018. You get out of high school. Uh, you're drafted by the Jays in the 35th round. You choose to go to college rather than start your pro career. Obviously, getting drafted very exciting, and there was a lot of decision making to be made there. Um, what swayed you to go back to college? Yeah, I mean, just going through going through that senior year, you're you're obviously talking with scouts, and they're trying to get a feel for your signability and, and all that. And um, I felt like I was, you know, I was like, given the right opportunity, I would, I would likely sign. And, um, you know, as came to draft day and, and, you know, those conversations started kind of unfolding a little bit. And so it, it, uh, I kind of was taken kind of, you know, in the 35th round of 40 um, by the Jays, which, you know, it was the, it was the Jays, which made it really difficult. Cause I was like, yeah. Man, all right, whatever. Screw the plan. We're going. You know, we're going to the day. That would be tempting. It was extremely tempting and and not just because of the team, but also because of, you know, the the scout I was talking to, the coordinators, you know, just great people. Um always make me feel welcome. Um but, you know, ultimately that was the decision. It was like I appreciate the the you know, I appreciate the mm-hmm. the the selection, but uh you know what I feel is going to be best for my career is to go back to school, develop, uh, develop these next few years in college, and then come into the system in a in a possibly better opportunity. Looking back, you still feel good about that decision? Absolutely, Absolutely. love to hear that, man. Love think, to hear that. You know, uh, incredibly enough, too. You re-enter the draft in twenty twenty one. And you just wind up being taken by the Blue Jays again, which is absolutely like the luck of that happening, you know, going in the 14th round. Obviously, the Jays were in touch. Like, did you know you were going to the Jays or was it still a a question mark there? It was, uh, I mean, this second draft, this was the like way more serious. This was, you know, talking to all the teams, you know, having my agent involved in everything. Um, So we knew... um, you know, we knew it was going to be someone, um, and but we didn't know exactly who. There was a bunch of teams in the mix, and the the Jays were one of them that we would talk to. And I would, whenever we would like get off the phone with them, whatever, I'd look at my agent, I'd go like, "Man, I really hope they." I was like, "I really hope <laughs> they send it again." Like, I'm like, I, I I want it to be them. You know, I just all these. This I love that man. I love that. About. So you were you were a Jays fan your whole life. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. My, that's since that's, you know, coming into Canada as a young kid and getting into baseball in Canada. Um, you know, that's the, that's the first experience with baseball is the blue Jays, even, even when they wore the black uniforms and, you know, Aaron Hill was playing second base, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) you know, that's just me and my dad watching blue Jays, you know, blue Jays at four o'clock, you know, like, (laughs) So uh, dude, I'm going to yeah. jump in here because yeah. this is uh, this is one of our listener questions that we have. So it just ties right in here. So from Jillian, she says, OK, growing up in Canada, is it extra cool to be in the Blue Jays organization or like 50 percent of Western Canadian kids? Did you grow up a Mariners fan? So that's a That's a really good question. 
because um yeah i am a, i am a blue jays fan um that's my my loyalties with them always um even before you know i was employed by them but yeah, <laughs> <it's>, yeah okay <laughs> um but it is it is extra special um every part of it uh, has a little bit more of that value to me personally um but that's a great question because the Mariners were the team that I could go actually watch. So I did have some Mariner hats too. But, you know, if they came, if they played each other, I would be wearing blue. Does that answer your question? Good yeah, answer. Great answer. Yeah. With, with uh, AAA coming to an end, um, how do you plan to spend your offseason? Are, are you a guy that in the offseason you try and shut it right down for a month and just not think baseball or, or is there no such thing as a real shutdown? No, there, there has to be a shutdown, um, for, you know, for some, some like your guys, body recover, right? Exactly. Exactly. And your mind too. And, um, yeah. but it's, I think it's not, guys will, will debate over what they think is, is enough, what they think is too short of a break. But, um, I usually give myself like, it's like a solid two weeks. Once everything is done, like a solid two weeks of, you know, kind of going to bed whenever I want, waking up whenever I want, um, saying, saying yes to, to whatever I'm at invited out to do, helping around, helping around the home, helping around, you know, with, you know, my girlfriend, does she need anything kind of stuff. I just kind of being like, kind of, you know, just floating around, um, stress-free, um, and, and not, you know, not worrying about, oh, like what's my lift today or who am I facing on the mound? Like, it's kind of just like, and then you know, let my brain almost just chill, and then uh, is, and then we slowly your, start to ramp up. Is your girl a planner? Does she already have all your free time mapped out for you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Like I, I wake up and ask her, "So, what am I doing today?" She's like, "So you're gonna <laughs> no," but she's she's a great planner because I'm a I'm a procrastinator, and mm. so it's it works it works perfectly. That's awesome, buddy. Um, so. I mean, it's funny, Venezuela, like no wonders you grew up in a baseball family. What was it that got you into, into baseball? Was your dad always a fan? Yeah. Yeah. My dad was always a fan. He, uh, you know, fan of, of baseball period in the Venezuelan leagues, the major leagues. He just was really in tune with it. So, so yeah, he just, we play, I played a lot of sports growing up. He, he also, you know, pushed me to play soccer and basketball and all that, but, um, you know, he, he could see how much I like baseball and he, you know, he, he was, I think he's kind of glad because I think he likes it the most too. So I'd <laughs> right. love to hear it. Okay. So before we throw to Adam, I know he's got a listener question or two more for you here, but yeah. uh, I'm going to name some things. Okay. And you just rank that thing between one and 10, one being your not a fan 10 being you love said thing i know it's an incredibly difficult and complicated scoring system but do you feel <laughs> you got it yeah i got it All i got right. it i got it hey let's start with uh, a canadian classic here poutine ah uh, <laughs> one oh you're not a fan yep. of poutine wow. yeah yeah i hope i don't get my citizenship i was both, just gonna but... say pull the <laughs> pull it <laughs> No. Okay. Are, no. are you a gravy guy? That's what I was about to say. It's the gravy. I mean, I'm not a big gravy guy. You know, I like fries. Guy. I like cheese curds. I like bacon, but you know, the gravy kind of throws it off. So <laughs> okay. 
So unfortunately for me personally, it's a one. I know people love it. I'm sure it's delicious to them. Damiano, that is the lowest we've had poutine ranked. So you take the cake here. As the and what Canadian, am I like the, as the how Canadian. many Canadians have you interviewed? <laughs> okay. Uh let's see how much Berta you got in you here. Country music. Oh my gosh. Um You know, there's like a there's a big variety in like the ones the songs I like and the songs I don't like, but I'm gonna go I'm gonna go six. It's a six. Okay, okay. So yeah. you're not opposed to country, but it needs to be the right kind. I like it. Right, right. Immediately, I was thinking of saying one again, but that's just I could true. see it in your <laughs> eyes. I knew you were trying to find a way out of like, how do I not say one again? <laughs> no, but that that would have just been a lie because there there are some some bangers out there that I actually right. really like. Okay, you spent enough time on the prairies. You probably can answer this. Pilsner. <laughs> That's probably a nine. That one's a okay, nine. there you go. There, <laughs> there. Canadian citizen. Good Canadian boy. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Game of Thrones. One. Haven't watched it. Haven't watched it. Okay. Too many episodes for me to catch up on, and I've already heard the last season yeah. kind of ruined See, and it, th so. that's the thing right like if you didn't get into it when it was on i mean it's almost impossible to go back now you already know everything that happens right but i do revisit shows that are kind of old so maybe at some point i'll get to it but depends how bored i am there you go what are you watching right now uh winning time nice me too season yeah. two love what's winning it. time right. i haven't uh, heard of this so it it's actually great. So John C. Riley plays the owner of the Los Angeles Lakers okay, back in I have the 70s heard of and this. 80s yes. and building okay. that dynasty. Yeah, so okay. it's pretty cool. I'm going to add that to my list then. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Hockey. Hockey is a uh, – I'm going to go seven because I, I love the sport, but I've been a bad fan as of, re as of recent years. Uh, you know, I'm not – I'm. I don't know as many players as I used to know. I don't really yeah. know the 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 trade talks. I don't, you know what I mean. Um, yeah. so I've been a bad. Were the Canucks fan, I, were the Canucks your team when you were following? Yes. Yeah, yes. I was gonna say uh, you're from nice. BC. All they have is bad fans, so you fit right in. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, I'm one of them, so I can't be offended. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Okay, Damiano, last one before we throw it out for listener questions here, Jose Batista. <sighs> Jose Bautista is a 10. He's there a, you go. A, an 11. An 11. Uh, Let's up the yeah. scale. Yeah, he's right-handed hitter, Blue Jays, homers. Massive leg kick that I tried to copy when I was a kid, and they got me <laughs> into a lot of trouble. Um, but I know. can imagine that that uh, 50 home run season he had was right when you were like in prime yeah. kid baseball loving mode, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was him. Yeah, absolutely. He was, like I said, like, I actually think I can blame Jose Bautista for like probably hindering my development a little bit just because <laughs> I was, and Josh Donaldson too. I was just trying to kick yeah. my leg up as high as I can and hit <laughs> yeah. homers. And it just, that's not You're like more moving parts. We need more moving exactly. parts. Yeah. Yeah, as, <laughs> as they throw harder, if I move more, it should get easier. Right. Yeah. That works out. But honestly, no, yeah. Damiano, Please. thank you so much for taking the time to join us, buddy. I've had such an enjoy. We've we've enjoyed this talk great. a lot, man, and and hope we can twist your arm and have you back here. Uh, we'll throw to Adam here. I know he's got a question or two. Know, one more, listeners. yeah, one more, and uh, we'll let you go. 
Awesome. Okay, so so Chris says, uh, did you see at the Little League Classic this year the hilarious bats that were used? Uh, Bryson Stott's pencil, Bryce Harper's Philly Fanatic, the crayons, and so many other artistic paint jobs. Uh, and if you did see it, is that something you like to see more of in Major League Baseball regularly, like goalies with their painted masks in the NHL? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I did see it. I saw uh, I've been seeing it. They, they had it in the last few, you know, players weekends and stuff like that. Uh, it's super cool. It's awesome. I think it's I, I so I yes, I would agree with you. I would love to see it more. Um, I would just say, like, I know that some of the bat like specs that we are allowed to have paint wise are for the catcher's safety, like so that mm. he doesn't, you know, see a flashing neon bat in front of him as he's trying to catch right. a, you know, a fastball. Right. Um, so That's like, fair. that's a good point. Never I, thought of I that. mean, I, I'm, yeah, I'm not a catcher, so I don't know exactly how, how much that really bothers. I don't know if that's actually like a thing. That's just what I've heard. Um, but if in a perfect world, if it doesn't throw them off and it doesn't ruin the, the, the woods, like the density of the wood, yeah. um, then absolutely. I think, think that would be so cool like super personalized bats yeah. um like, like kids do watching the game yeah. right yeah i'm all in on that that would i'm a 10 on that <laughs> okay there you go <laughs> yeah okay damiano thanks again man we really do appreciate your time all the best with the final few remaining games you got in triple a enjoy your off season and uh let's do it again sometime yeah yeah absolutely thank you for having me again all right cheers take care Thanks for listening to the Walk-Off Podcast with Scott Belford and Adam Mack with a new episode every Friday. Thanks for listening.